Welcome to the Logical Fallacy Podcast, presented by me, Dr. Bo Bennett, author of Logically Fallacious. This is a podcast where we look at logical fallacies in everyday use. Join our Logically Fallacious community at logicallyfallacious.com. Hello, everybody. This is Bo Bennett. I'd like to talk to you today about conspiracies and conspiracy theories. The interesting thing about conspiracy theories is that some of them are actually true. This gives all conspiracy theories a hint of legitimacy that no matter how ridiculous a theory might sound, there is a chance that it could be true. But as I have said before, reason is not about possibility. It's about probability. It's not about the outcome. It's about the process. One can be right for all the wrong reasons, but it's far more important in the long run to be wrong for all the right reasons. With this in mind, let's look deeper at the fallacy known as conspiracy theory. When I think of the conspiracy theory, I think of another fallacy called the Galileo fallacy. This is the claim that because an idea is forbidden, prosecuted, detested, or otherwise mocked, it must be true or should be given more credibility. It comes from the idea that Galileo was mocked, and he turned out to be right. Therefore, all crazy-ass claims should be taken seriously. Of course, when we think statistically and not emotionally, we know that for every Galileo, there are perhaps hundreds of thousands of Alex Joneses. So when we hear someone going off about how lizard people are running the world, we can safely play the odds and reasonably dismiss the claim offhand, assuming no new empirical evidence is presented. This last part is very important, and I will explain why. As a scientist, I am intimately familiar with the scientific process, and I trust in the process to help us arrive at the most probable conclusions. As an academic, I trust in the peer review process and its ability to separate legitimate work from the work of those who are incapable of synthesizing data to come to reasonable conclusions. Scientific and academic consensus, although not perfect, is extremely reliable. Like Galileo, it's certainly possible that some non-scientist and non-academic with a fringe idea can be right. But you need to explain why your fringe idea is right, why the majority of experts are wrong, and what information you have that they don't. While it's reasonable to dismiss fringe ideas without a thorough investigation of such ideas, there are literally millions of them and would take several lifetimes, we should always be open to reconsidering our positions based on new evidence. Evidence. Not philosophical musings, for example, if there is no God, who created the universe? Not stupid questions that come from a position of ignorance, for example, if we evolved from monkeys, why is there still monkeys? And certainly not opinions coming from a highly emotional position of distrust or hatred of authority. For example, vaccines are dangerous and are only used to make big corporations rich. Evidence Convince the majority of experts, not me. One of the biggest mistakes in reason people make is in assuming that they are more qualified to come to a conclusion in a highly specialized area than experts in that area. 
or they are so emotionally interested in an outcome that all they need is one expert to confirm their conclusion, even if 97% of other experts disagree with the conclusion. For example, Billy Bob with a high school education was convinced by information on climate change is a conspiracy.ru that climate change is a hoax. Yet for some odd reason, the thousands of climatologists around the world are not convinced. If you have evidence that only a few thousand Jews died in the Holocaust instead of the well-accepted figure of six million, convince the historians that you are right and they are wrong. If you think the atomic bomb is a hoax, share your evidence with experts in relevant academic and scientific fields, not with strangers on the internet whose pastimes include searching for Bigfoot. If you do have evidence that drastically changes what we know about history or science, you have a Nobel Prize waiting for you. Present your evidence to experts who are qualified to evaluate it, not to people who just blogged about seeing Elvis eating meatloaf at the local Cracker Barrel. Life is short, and my time is valuable. I will continue to accept the scientific and scholarly consensuses, as well as withhold belief in gods, ghosts, spirits, psychic powers, Bigfoot, the Loch Ness Monster, 9-11 conspiracy, alien abductions, the idea of moon landings being faked, and the countless other stories and conspiracies that permeate our culture. I readily admit that I can be wrong about one or even all of the previously mentioned, but I can sleep well knowing that if I am wrong, it's because I'm wrong for all the right reasons. This has been another episode of the Logical Fallacy Podcast. For over 300 logical fallacies, books, courses, and more, visit logicallyfallacious.com. See you next time.